Welcome to From Duck Till Dark, Outside the Marvel Studios. An audio celebration of the films based on Marvel Comics characters released before and during the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Enough said. Facefront True Believers, this is George Soroy, and welcome to the latest episode of From Duck Till Dark, Outside the Marvel Studios. This is a month-plus-long celebration of all the movies that are that came out before and during the run of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but all the ones that are outside of it. I know that I was talking about uh, leading up to the first family of Marvel for tonight's episode, but that's actually going to be tomorrow night's episode because I failed to remember that there was one other Marvel movie that came before the Fantastic Four. And that was a movie from 2005 that was meant to be a pseudo-sequel to 2003's Daredevil. And it brought back Jennifer Gardner and to reprise the role of Electra Nachios. And so it basically just mentions the fact that she had died, but at the same time, she was not seen at the very end of Daredevil. So you got a, a taste of, of a, the possibility that Electra you know, could still be out there. And turns out she was. Unfortunately, she was not in the best movie. This was a movie that felt from start to finish like a contractual obligation. And it turns out it was. Jennifer Garner said that she did not want to be involved in this movie, but it was because of her contract. She had to do it. And it shows. We got a promising beginning, but then afterwards, it just slowly kind of went downhill, downhill, downhill. And this one was directed by Rob Bowman. And Rob is much more known in the world. He's been a producer for various series. He is a big name in The X-Files, which is what eventually led him to direct the 1998 film, Fight the Future. I remember the film, film in the theaters back in 98. It definitely felt like it was just a, a larger scale version of an episode or a couple of episodes. And that's really how it felt. It didn't really get the sort of scope that a movie really demands. And that's kind of what we have here with Electra. It plays like instead is the pilot to a series to come later. And it seemed like everyone wasn't really into it, which is a shame because this is a solid cast. Terrence Stamp is always, always good. It's always great to see him. And here we him here we have him as the mentor, Stick. And we also have Kari Tagawa from, from Mortal Kombat at stepping in as well and doing a solid job in his role. There is some good acting here. No one is really kind of phoning it in, but it just feels like there's no gravitas. It just doesn't feel like everyone is just kind of, they're going through the motions. They're doing a good job with the acting, but it feels like they don't really have much of anything to work with. And it got to a point where I felt halfway through watching the movie, I felt myself checking out. And I remember hearing uh, hearing someone say, I forget who it was on the internet, but he said, how, how on earth do you make ninjas boring? And that's what we got here. We have boring ninjas 
who the hell thought that that would that would be the case? And I would say, if anything, like this is a perfectly good film to put on while you're cleaning the house. And no one wants to be that film. No one. And sadly, that's what we have here. It, it feels like I'm kind of almost like laboring for stuff to talk about with this one. That's how disconnected I felt from it. I just felt like I just want to get past this one because I know at least with the movie that I'm covering next, whatever your thoughts regarding the quality, I know that everyone there is invested in what they're doing. So it this one was just blah. And I can't stand, I can't stand to say, even say that. I don't, it's, there was a, there was a documentary called uh, Flying Saucers Over Hollywood, all about Plan 9 from Outer Space and Edward D. Wood Jr. And one of the, uh, one of the subjects that's interviewed, he's someone who has a, runs a memorabilia store. And he says it flat out that the worst sin a film can commit is to be dull. And that's what we have here. And seeing the, uh, the the deleted scene with Ben Affleck as Matt Murdock, that would have been a nice little boost that could have made me want to pay attention a little bit more. But sadly, it was on the cutting room floor. And I still don't get why it was on the cutting room floor. I feel like it just it just didn't work. the The movie itself, like I really wanted, to get into this one, I liked Daredevil, especially the director's cut. I feel like there was a lot to offer there. But with this one, I just feel like everyone was there to just because 20th Century Fox said so. And that's it. 20th Century Fox said so. They said they got to get it out there. Once again, uh, Fox was in their usual role of trying to make a release date rather than trying to make a movie. And that's what we have. We have um, people that are working, working to, to basically finish something just to get it out there. And that's why you have someone like Rob Bowman behind the camera, someone who can work fast, who know, who is very competent. I, I'm not saying you know, like uh, anything to denigrate what Rob Bowman does. The fact that he's a television director means that he can do setups really fast and he can move things along. And he's all about keeping up with the pacing. I wish he had a stronger script to work with because with that kind of uh, with that kind of mindset, with a good fast pace, this movie could have been something. But alas, we have, as I mentioned before, we have boring ninjas, and that's that's just inexcusable. So I cannot I cannot condone this one. I just really can't, and it's a shame. I don't like saying bad things about about movies. I want I'm a fan of this genre. I want these films to work. But if they don't work, then you, they have to be called out. And Jennifer Garner did uh, did a perfectly fine job as Electra. She was able to bring the same charisma that she had in the 2003 film, which shines even more so in the 2004 director's cut. I cannot stress enough if you are if you have seen Daredevil, the 2003 theatrical cut, do yourself a favor and see the director's cut. You're going to see a much more fleshed out, a much more realized movie than the greatest hits package that we got on, on the big screen. So, yeah, um, 
I would I would just say, like, watch the director's cut again instead of watching Electra. Like I said, I don't like to denigrate a film. I But if it's this, if it's like this, I got to call it out. And it's very lifeless, unfortunately. And I would love I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one because at least I know that there is some real life in that one. Some decisions I would definitely disagree with, but at the same time, everyone is stepping forward and really doing what they can to really get something out there. And it's also a 20th Century Fox movie, so they had another shot at um, at a Marvel Comics property this time around. And so with the next episode, we're going to get to the first family of Marvel. So if, you, if you've been enjoying the show, please let me know. I'm at facebook.com slash from duck till dark. You can also subscribe to the show by going to he's got it.com slash podcast. And if you have any sort of suggestions about what to do for a potential season two, I'd love to hear it. So until then, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward and excelsior. I'll see you tomorrow.